0: It is Wednesday, July 15th. We've made it halfway through the month. It is the first episode of the Hardcore Smarks. Thanks for tuning in. We are a collection of know-it-all smart marks who love to talk about their hardcore obsessions, usually wrestling, but we're also going to throw in sports, video games, music, and movies. Um, I'm your host, Zachary, and with me, as always, is this gang of misfits, including Wally 5, Stretch, and J-Bone. Guys, how are we doing today?
1: good.
0: Pretty Another good. day in
1: paradise.
0: Nah. <laughs> it's Cleveland. Actually, here's a story quick. Uh, News 8 reported that Cleveland is the number one city for stressful living in the United States. Go I Cleveland.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I I know why that is. I'm oh.
0: very... It's, yeah, it's you know, the sadness factory. All right. So uh, since this is the first episode, let's take some time introducing ourselves. So again, I'm Zachary. Um, since this is mainly a wrestling podcast, I'll talk about my wrestling background, which is almost non-existent, been basically watching it for f- roughly five or six years because I wasn't allowed growing up. It was not allowed in our household.
1: Boo. Boo. boo!
0: Yes, boo, boo. It's fake and it's garbage is basically what I was told growing up. Uh, but what got me watching it was just one day just, uh, flipping through the, the stations, probably on a commercial break from wherever I was watching and up on the TV comes the rock. And I'm just like, oh, this is weird, who's this dude? And then he called someone a jabroni and that was the funniest thing I had ever heard in my entire life and I was basically kind of hooked after that where I was always kind of interested in wrestling, just kind of keeping a track on it. And then kind of fell off through college, didn't really watch a ton of it then, just would tune in occasionally. And then uh, basically met uh, Wally at work and he got me uh, coming over to watch pay-per-views and then the rest is history, been watching it kind of with him ever since. So then uh, with that, Wally, where do you come from? Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, let's see. I, I, am I'm the oldest person on here and I started watching it when I was 10 and I've never stopped. So I'm, 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 I know a lot of people who cycle, they watch it. They don't, I've never stopped no matter how bad it's gotten. I've been watching wrestling for almost 35 years. Uh, I don't remember exactly what made me start. I was, I was uh, 10 I don't remember why I started. I didn't like watching cartoons, so I'm really glad I I found wrestling because I didn't have to watch cartoons anymore. My cartoon watching (laughs) stopped when I was 10, and it continues through now. I still don't watch cartoons, (laughs) and I'm not ever going to watch cartoons unless I have a kid, and then it's going to be – I'm going to try to force them out of cartoons as quick as I possibly can. Uh, Let's see. I've been to wrestling events with everybody on this podcast. I've been to multiple wrestling events with all of you guys, and it's been fun every time I've went. Uh, that's
0: no, yeah, you just you. I mean, you are our kind of like the the center of the group, kind of when it comes to the, uh, wrestling. So, I,
1: I, I, it was probably Hulk Hogan or somebody back then that got me into it. But I was just happy when the Ultimate Warrior came along because I didn't want to cheer for Hogan either. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Stretch.
2: Yeah, so I'm by far the youngest person on this podcast. Um, So I sort of grew up watching in the early to mid-2000s, around 2002, 2003, peak of the Ruthless Aggression, right when that started. So I grew up watching, you know, a lot of – I grew up watching guys like Eddie Guerrero and John Cena when he first started, uh, old school Kurt Angle, Brock's first run. So that was sort of my thing. I watched a lot of SmackDown over Raw more than anything. I don't know why that was. I just liked a lot of the guys. I feel like, you know, cruiserweight division, a lot more like athletic guys on SmackDown versus more so storylines and, you know, big buff dudes, Triple H's Reign of Terror on Raw. So I grew up watching a lot of that. Um, Sort of watched up until I'd say 2010 to 11 to 12 and then sort of took a little break when, you know, oh, it wasn't cool to watch anymore (laughs) when I was in college. And so uh took a little break, probably like two, three years. Came back into the fold watching things in like 2014, 15, 16, that time. And now I'm back full speed watching, you know, every show, AEW as well. And uh, yeah, like Wally had said, I've been to multiple pay-per-views. Me and him went and had a banner year last year. We went to WrestleMania last year. We went to AEW's All Out. And then I also went to the, um, the first episode of AEW Dynamite in DC. So that was... Oh, and we went to full sale. Right That's right. We, we did. To we did go to full sale for an episode of NXT. I forgot about that. See, we uh, <laughs> that alone. We went to four major shows right there. But yeah, so I just regained my love for wrestling. I guess within the past four years, after you know, taking a, a couple years off.
0: Awesome, Jay Bone. Where do you come from? What's your history? Jay
2: Bone. <laughs>
3: Save the best for last. You know it. Um, I'd say I started watching wrestling. That's
1: debatable. Um, <laughs>
3: eighty four maybe eighty five wow. I still remember the first match I ever watched. it was Jake Roberts versus Ronnie Garvin. I think it was an NWA event and uh I just got hooked from that match on
1: that's eighty four eighty five same thing that's around when I start i can't I'm neither me or jay I think can exactly pinpoint the the moment
3: I think I started before you though.
2: <laughs> he did, but, the you know. I got hooked, you know, <laughs> you, know, you
1: know. You
3: got the, the the toy wrestling ring, all the figures, you know. I had that, and, you know. I used to wrestle on my bed with stuffed animals. You know, my dad had a weightlifting belt, and I pretended like that was my heavyweight title.
2: Nice. <laughs> you know,
1: definitely and, did that with my brothers
3: for yeah. sure. We <laughs> did that shit. So poor I would say, though, um, <laughs> probably the early nineties. I stopped watching wrestling for a couple of years, and I met Matt. And after we started hanging out, I used to go over there and watch the pay-per-views with them. And um, I continued watching wrestling until about 2002, and I kind of got out of it again for a while. And then Matt moved back to Ohio here, and we started hanging out, and he got me back into it again, and I've been watching it ever since. So Matt's been kind of the, the core to keep me going to watching wrestling. So. <laughs>
0: We went to
1: Unforgiven right at, pretty soon after I moved back here. We went to Unforgiven when Jericho won the belt. Yeah.
0: So. Nice. All right, so let's uh, talk about some of our favorite wrestlers who aren't exactly active anymore. Um, so, like, I mentioned The Rock. So, I mean, we don't really need to talk about that too much. It's The Rock, you know, the GOAT. Uh, besides that, like, I was, I always uh, really enjoyed watching Triple H. I thought he was really good. Um. The think. Rock
1: is the greatest guy on the mic of all time in wrestling. Like, Absolutely. Not even, Agreed. It's not even close.
2: No, you're right. I'm,
1: I'm not trying to disrespect everybody else, but The Rock is the promo man. He is the man when it comes to the mic. He's also one of my favorites, too, Zachary.
0: Yeah. well, I figured we're going to have some overlap. We could all just kind of throw in as I go. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's The Rock again. We don't need to you know, spend the whole episode. I'm sure at some point we'll have a Rock <laughs> episode.
2: Sort of uh, the same with Cena, too. We all kind of like him. And- yeah. I mean, that was one guy I grew up I, – I watched, like, his evolution. Like, one of my first – I remember one of the first pay-per-views that I ended up watching live was WrestleMania 21 when he beat JBL. So, that was, like, peak of his rise right there. I, also I got
1: to watching. watch uh, – I got to watch Shawn Michaels. Like, his whole – you know, I got to see young Shawn Michaels to – and I, and he's my all-time favorite wrestler. Like, I, I don't – Somebody may pass him down the road, but right now he's, he's my guy. Like I, I mean, Sean Michaels guy, I, there's not a lot bad to say. Look, pre-2002, there's some stuff you can say about him. But <laughs> post-2002, it's really hard to say anything bad about Michaels. I it's, He just, he didn't have bad matches with anybody. The second, his second go, go around, he just, he was like the guy that you, you're like, we're going to put this guy with, Anybody, I mean, I guess with Hogan, unless, I don't know. I was about to say, unless your
2: again. name's Hulk Hogan.
1: <laughs> yeah, unless you're Hulk Hogan. But Hulk Hogan's matches were never memorable for, for the wrestling.
2: Well, that, and he was just an asshole. He said, yeah, I'm not going to do a, a trilogy of matches, and I'm going over, so.
1: <laughs> I, I'm a big, I, I, I liked AJ Styles a lot way before he got to WWE. I liked him in TNA. He was basically mm. the reason I watched TNA. So he's another guy who I'm, I'm, I'm a big AJ guy like I, was, I got to meet him got his autograph like he's he's cool
2: i was uh kind of enamored again back to i watched a ton of smackdown so i was kind of enamored for some reason i like paul london and brian kendrick as a tag team together a lot the way they you know they came out with the masks they did backflips off the turnbuckles together and just their, their in-ring style like i grew up watching again a lot of cruiserweights a lot of the smaller guys did a lot of the flippy shit so that was like a big tag team in my mind they had like For a while, they had the longest tag title reign on the modern era. It was like almost over a year or something like that, but they were a big fixture.
1: I'll bet I know a guy that J-Bone's going to pick.
3: (laughs) I would say a guy from the past, like when I first started watching wrestling, Jimmy Superfly Chinooka Mm -hmm. was my favorite. And my favorite guy from a newer age is Rob Van Dam.
0: You
2: know, he was... (laughs) You were a big ECW guy, weren't you? Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He,
3: he
2: definitely. Like, me
1: and Jay, me and J Bone actually went to an ECW event together. Yeah,
3: that one in Toledo. That was crazy.
1: Where they I've fought been... by the fought in the snack bar.
3: That was right <laughs> before the, that was right before the Dudleys left too. For so a lot of you sold out chants are going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was me and J. were
1: not. We were not. I was not doing the you sold out chants at that point. I was kind of okay with them going to WWE because I I didn't really. I don't know if me or Jay at that point. I don't remember exactly where, like ECW. I don't think either of us really thought that that was going to be something that lasted for a long time.
2: Right.
3: Well, they they deserve to be in the spotlight too, at a bigger stage you know, at a better wrestling company. You know. Right. <laughs> they paid their dues.
1: Which WWE used them well for the most part. For I the mean, most obviously part. their their promos and stuff were <laughs> different, but I mean, other than the stuttering. The stuttering, uh, Bubba and Deacon Batiste, or yeah, I mean uh, Reverend D- Vaughan. D- Vaughan, They, they use them okay. <laughs>
2: they wish man. they would
3: have brought Joel Gertner along.
2: Yeah, that would have been I fantastic. Wish they, brought
1: Gertner, too. <laughs>
2: they definitely put their fair share of women through tables in WWE, though. Still, <laughs> uh,
1: I'm trying to, I liked Ricky Steamboat a lot when I was little. I liked Steamboat and Ultimate Warrior and Dusty Rhodes. I like Dusty when I was younger. If you will. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh,
0: I'll, I'll throw Savage in there. Mm. Savage yeah,
1: yeah. Savage was underappreciated. I think he was very underappreciated guy. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about
0: finishers more later, but that uh, elbow drop of his is something I can just watch all day long. So, right.
1: Bret Hart. I, I like Bret Hart. Like always liked Bret Hart. It was cool to watch the evolution of Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Kind of for me, I kind of watched both of them evolve from tag team wrestlers into main event wrestlers into, Arguably, some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I kind of got to watch that evolution from start to finish for, for both of them.
2: I'll throw since we've all been talking about just male wrestlers. I, again, ruthless aggression. I grew up watching a lot of Trish Stratus and Lita. They had some great matches. I love Lita. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were
1: they were the only two like good women's wrestlers before <laughs> the women's evolution.
2: That's true. What about uh, how'd you guys? Because you guys are a bit older than me. How'd you guys feel about China? I mean, she fought men. She was, she was, she was. I didn't have a problem with China. I kind of liked, I kind of, but I like DX,
1: so I like China mm-hmm. because I like DX. I, yeah. I like their pornos. <laughs> That's to each his own <laughs> I, me and one. Uh, me and Jay <sighs> went, went to, uh, <sighs> we saw the good housekeeping match when trying kind to of beat Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Belt. We were
2: <sighs> at pay per
1: view.
0: I'll throw another one in there, but I didn't come to him by wrestling, oddly enough. I only discovered him kind of, I mean, I knew he was a wrestler, but I came to him uh, later and would only appreciate his stuff way after the fact is uh, Roddy Piper. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I love, They Live is one of my all-time favorite movies. I love John Carpenter's films and They Live is amazing. He has probably one of the best street fights in that movie with uh, Keith (laughs) David. If you've never seen it, you need to watch it. It's insanely long. It goes way longer than you should. It's almost paced like a wrestling match. It's a brilliant street fight. Uh, but I'm sure we'll talk more about wrestling or, you know, movies that wrestlers were in or wrestling movies later. But <laughs> and then also another movie that he was in is uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown, which I don't know, maybe, Jay, <laughs> uh, Jay bones maybe seen that one on Shudder. But uh, that's another fantastic movie. So I had appreciation of him as an actor. And then only later did I go back and just like just love watching him be a heel because he was just so just goddamn good at it. I was kind of,
1: I wasn't, I, I don't, I really didn't like Piper that much. I, I, I can honestly say that I was never like, he was a good heel. Yeah. But I never. He was. He was. I appreciate him, but I don't. I never really was a huge Piper like guy. It's he was never one. Of my,
2: it's funny one of that my, you bring up him and Keith David because they. If you ever played Saints Row, the fourth yes. one, they they Amazing. kind of recreated that yes. with him and Keith David. He actually the character. He voiced himself. Yep. I he think. voiced
0: himself, as did yep. Keith David. He's President Keith David. Right. But one thing that I liked about Piper, just to kind of wrap it up on him, is just I liked his just style and storytelling in the ring. Like he really looked like he was getting beat up, and he just always was so good at being exhausted and just in pain. I just I really got a kick out of that. I Plus, I like Piper's kit was
3: one
2: of the first segments they had in wrestling too, where they. That's true. You know. When he smashed like a Kurt coconut Angle. over old Jimmy Snuka's head,
1: yeah. Not Eli too. said something about Stretch. Said something about Kurt Angle. I like, I like, I like Kurt yes. Angle a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. We all, Matt and I, always talk about the um, the Iron Man match on yes, was it on Lesnar. SmackDown
1: with Lesnar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good match. I mean, I mean the the match at WrestleMania would have been the best match of all time, arguably, if he doesn't botch the shooting. If star. Brock
2: doesn't <laughs> kill himself,
1: <laughs> uh, I mean that match was
2: that was crazy.
1: Setting up to be. Right. One of the best matches of all time. And then he botched the shooting star I mean, and kind of took it down a little bit.
2: There's potential we could see something similar tonight with Cage. Mr. Brian Cage could do a top rope maneuver tonight.
0: And, I mean, I, I hope he does the moonsault. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love watching the – it's amazing that a guy that size can do something like that.
1: I think I, I think we kind of – I'm trying to remember if, I, if I'm missing anybody that I, I really, really liked.
0: Uh, J-Bone, you got anybody else?
1: Um I
3: mean, there's, there's a lot of people I liked, you know. I guess tag team wise I'd go with the Dudleys and Legion of Doom. Those are probably my two favorite tag teams. I like the Rock and Roll Express too. Um
1: uh, I, I liked I liked LOD and the Dudleys. They were probably I liked the Rockers. Shawn Michaels. I liked the Hart Foundation. Like mm-hmm. I the, the the Harlem Heat. I liked Harlem Heat a lot. Uh, I think okay. that's kind of
2: stretchy. Anybody else? Uh, just thinking back to more ruthless aggression era. I did like, um, I did like a lot of angle, a lot of Michaels when he came back for his second run after his back injury. One of <clears throat> one of the first pay per views I watched because my parents like. I never was allowed to watch pay-per-views live until WrestleMania 21. So we'd always buy like the DVDs. We'd like see them in the store or whatever from like older pay-per-views. So one of the first pay-per-view DVDs I had was SummerSlam 2002, an event that Wally can speak at because he was at that <laughs> event live. But one of the matches that was like ingrained in my head was uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H in the non sanction match. And that was like one of my favorite matches for a while, just because of the story it told of, you know, him coming back and, you know, after that four years away and, you know, defeating his former best, best friend. friend. And, yeah. That's
1: that's the best I think that's the best pay per view I've ever been to. I would probably mm-hmm. go with O2 SummerSlam. That that match was fabulous. The and debut
2: of Rey Mysterio.
1: I was on a I was a I was on the Brock wagon out the gate. So seeing Brock beat the rock for me with those were my the rock was my favorite wrestler at the time. Mm-hmm. Seeing that match in person was fun for me and, and like marking out when Brock won, and we, you know, me and the people I went with, we went to that pay-per-view early to make sure we got our Brock Lesnar, here comes the pain shirts, I still have that shirt from that event, so I was on the Brock wagon from day one, I liked him, as soon as, as soon as I saw that guy do the shooting star, I was sold, so that was it for me.
0: Nice, all right, so let's say that the president of wrestling has put you in charge of booking each show a man and a woman that you can either build the show around or give a push to with who's on you know the shows now um like basically, who are you going to pick so let's start with raw i want to hear uh, wally's take on that for raw uh
1: my my woman i'm building around is sasha that's easy that's an easy one for me i i other than charlotte i think she's the other woman that is relevant and matters, and she's good at her craft. And she's not the best person on the mic ever, but she's a good wrestler. She has really good theme music. I would take her. And this one was tough for me, <laughs>
0: but
1: I, I can't hate. I can't hate on Ko. <clears throat> so as much as I like Seth Rollins, I, I have to take Owens on this
0: one. As would I. And I yep. think Owens is just. I think he's a little
1: bit better on the mic than Rollins. I, I maybe Rollins might be a smidge better in the ring, but I, I, I have to go with Owens on that one because I think Owens is really good at a lot of intangible stuff, like his snarkiness and just the way he is in the ring, talking trash to people and just he does stuff that Jericho and only a few guys have really been good at throughout the course of their career. He kind of brings that to the table. So I, I'm gonna go with Owens. Rollins right behind him. But I have to go with Owens on that one. So Owens and Sasha for me on Raw.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with the uh, the Kevin Owens because it's especially if I'm building my own show. It's nothing against Rollins; he's legit one of the greatest wrestlers on TV right now. But some of the best wrestling we've seen was when Kevin Owens was champ with Jericho. Like just the magic they were able to make was just. I would like to see some more of that. Just give KO the chance to build and to see what else mm-hmm. he can do you know, with either somebody else or even on his own. I just would love to see what he could uh you know bring to the table. Um go ahead and stretch you put onra.
1: What about women, females? Exactly. Oh,
0: yeah, in that case um yeah, so we'll, I'll just finish it up then. Um I of course, you know, Sasha amazing, but I would actually give a push, I wouldn't necessarily build the show around them, but I would push the Iconics. I'd love to see specific, uh, Peyton Royce, but the Iconics in general, I'd like to see what, you know, with a good push from them. Okay, yeah, so they're attractive. Okay. Keep, keep laughing.
2: But I think they're also pretty great in their ring. And I, I'm generally entertained by them. So I feel like you could do that and they could have a sort of uh, throwback to like Michelle McCool and Layla. Had them both be the woman's champion and kind of share the belt. And yeah. kind I mean, of that, be that, 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 that that annoying heel.
3: That's what they remind me of them back then. Yeah. Like cool. Yeah.
2: Uh, right, so I just, uh, go ahead. I was just, again, it's sort of the same deal as what Wally and Zachary had alluded to. We're all fans of Kevin Owens here and Seth Rollins. It's, it was sort of a, you know, which one is better for me? Which one do I like more? Which one is more deserving of a push? They both are. But for me, I feel like you would build a show around Kevin Owens. I mean, he's proven time and time again that he can take any angle you give him and sort of run with it and then make, you know, essentially turn chicken salad chicken salad out of chicken shit, I guess the analogy is. <laughs> like, like that. I mean, when he was pitched the idea of, hey, work with Chris Jericho, I mean, him and Jericho are good friends, but he's probably like, oh, man, like maybe I'm more deserving of a push by myself. But, you know, he ran with it. They had great chemistry together. They had great matches. They always, you know. Anytime they were on the camera, it was probably the best part of the show, best part of Brawl that week. So, I,
1: I, I think the one thing w- w- is, is Rollins has kind of already had a lot of moments, too. Like, he's yes, already he, kind of been that guy. So, I yeah. think that's part of it for me, too. Yeah. Like, Rollins has been shined many a time already. He's had plenty of opportunities, and he's done his job. Right. I think Owens deserves more shots. <laughs> so, I think it comes down to that, too.
2: It's it's long been stated that Rollins is uh Triple H's favorite wrestler in all of WWE. So and that's shown, I mean, he had the the handpick spot with the authority, he had the WrestleMania program with Triple H. Triple H helped him win the universal title, like so I think it's kind of proven that, you know, Rollins has been there, but I think give KO some time to shine. And for uh women on Raw, I'd go with Liv Morgan. That's just something that's hasn't really been proven yet there with her. I mean, she was I always kind of liked her in the Riot Squad. I mean, felt like the Riot Squad never really got a fair shake. They're always kind of like the lower tier jobbers of the women's division. Yeah, but now that they're all kind of gone their separate ways, Sarah Logan's not even in wrestling anymore. Ruby yeah. Riot's kind of back, floating around doing stuff with Bianca Belair for no reason now. I feel like Liv Morgan deserves a shot, and she—I feel like there's potential there with her.
0: All right, Jay Bone,
3: okay. what do you got? Um, that's a no-brainer for me, The Big Show. he is back he's back on ron (laughs) uh, if i would go if i'm going by a favorite person i love kevin owens but i'd go with seth rollins but the way matt said if if i who i feel deserves a better push it would be owens so i mean i'd probably go with rollins but owens does deserve a push um Mm -hmm. you know rollins has been there a lot more than owens has so I would go with Rollins, but I could see totally see the case for Kevin Owens because I do like him a lot. He's right, right below Rollins. So um, as for the women's, I'd go with Sasha. You know, I know she's won the belt a couple times, but it's been for what a total of a week. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> so, though, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so um, I would go with Sasha.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Let's us uh, switch over to SmackDown. I'll start this one off. So uh, I'm going to go with what might be my definitely in my top three wrestlers of all time, Nakamura. I would give him the absolute push English, mm. no English, give him, you know, someone that you can speak for him or not. I mean, I've actually heard him in interviews. His English is actually pretty decent. It seems better when he's doing an interview when he's actually
2: on TV. It's but. just his accent. Like he's decent at speaking English. He just has such a thick accent. Yeah. His but I, I just
0: think he's just so good in the ring. And I think he's being criminally underused uh, up up on the main roster that I would absolutely be putting a uh, a belt on him. Like, you know main event stuff pay-per-views you know like main event Um, I just he has everything he has all the intangibles that you would see out of a champion like his charisma is through the roof his like ability for storytelling and just pacing of a match is unparalleled with pretty much any of his peers Um, and then for my woman it might be my greatest love in life uh, Nikki Cross (laughs) i know uh, wally's not surprised by that one but it's not just a uh just just because i love her but i think (laughs) she also is like her energy is just amazing just to play that unhinged lunatic that i think after two minutes i would be too tired to continue it and she can do it for an entire 20 minutes just she's
1: she's starting to come into her own finally yes she's Mm -hmm. finally starting to be i think the (laughs) focal point she's finally becoming more important like she should mm. have been a couple, two years ago. They're, they yes. finally realized the light bulb finally went off. Well, in yeah,
2: NXT, it always, shot. In NXT like, yeah. it always felt like she was an afterthought with Sanity. Like you had these three crazy guys, and oh, there's a woman with them too, because why not?
0: Yeah, I like Sanity, but it was more because of of Nikki. I thought yeah, that she was the- what elevated them above just like, oh, yeah, crazy
2: guys, we've seen this. That before. was the only
1: reason I like Sanity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then they brought them up to SmackDown without her and, and kind didn't of ruined lose it. them at all, basically. Yeah. yeah disappeared
0: then smart smart yeah (laughs) so yeah i I would basically be writing some wrongs especially on smackdown to just you know give attention to some people here that would definitely uh be elevate they would elevate the show and the people around them right uh let's pass over to j-bone who do you got for smackdown
3: um i also went with nakamura you know i feel like he needs to push um i don't think they've used him correctly and um i think they could do a lot better with him and i went with alexa bliss for my women's um, I feel like after she had that stint with the concussions and that, you know, they paired with Nikki Cross, but as a singles wrestler, you know, she really hasn't had a good opportunity. So I would yeah. go with Alexa Bliss. Yeah.
2: That's she crazy. ran, she ran the roost in the women's division for a good eight, nine months, but that was about it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Let me go Zach. Cause mine's the same as Jay's. Go ahead. Throw it in there. there. And, uh, <laughs> Although if, if AJ was five years younger, <clears throat> I would probably be going with AJ on this one. But I'm going to go with Nakamura, too. He's, he is criminally underused. WWE doesn't have a clue what they're doing with him. They have one of the five best wrestlers in the world, and they have no idea how to use him. Mm-hmm. They, they have
2: no clue.
1: Let's let's turn him heel after <laughs> WrestleMania and ruin that. Let's, and and ruin the, the best
2: album, theme music ever. Yeah, yes. and
1: he, he, he does have some of the best theme music ever, and he hasn't some, his entrances are fa- fabulous.
0: Absolutely, and the crowd,
1: are. the crowd, into his entrance. Even though they've kind of changed his music, you can still hear people singing his music. Even though they're wasting him,
2: <laughs>
1: he's a guy that they completely missed an opportunity with. I, I don't know if they're ever going to write that wrong. They probably won't. Too late. We all would.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: so, and Alexa's, Alexa's, she's, she's the best. Charlotte and Alexa are the two best women WWE has on the mic. So, like, yes. hand, like, to me, hands like, Charlotte, when she's a heel, might be the best. But Alexa is really, really good on the mic. And I think they forgot how good she is on the mic. And they need to be like, all right. They put her in a tag team to protect her with Nikki, probably. I don't know if they mm-hmm. want Alexa in singles matches for singles belt. I don't know if they <clears throat> trust that situation. So, I think they put her with Nikki as a safety precaution, but she still, we've seen a little bit of the mic stuff with her, but she had some really, really good promos when she was the champion. Like she's had some really memorable promos and it's like they forgot. Oh, look, we have Alexa. She's Whoops. good on the microphone. Why aren't we using her on the microphone more? But no, I'd, I'd rather see Naomi and Lacey Evans in a <laughs> karaoke contest. So, I mean, That's definitely way more appealing than somebody who's actually good on the microphone.
2: Well, it's actually unfortunate too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love uh, Bliss and Cross as a tag team. They're great together, but it's just the folly of WWE and women's tag team wrestling. Like they brought in these women's tag team championships, which I'm all for and it's great and everything they deserve it. But they did that and then realized, Oh shit, we don't have that many like actual women's tag teams. Like we're going to have to start throwing women together into tag teams that really, don't make sense and we're going to kind of throw things at the wall and hope they stick, which it did with Nikki and Bliss, but now she's stuck there. Like if they, they wanted to span them, like you kind of take a really big name women's tag team off the market for those titles. You can do your SmackDown
1: people now stretch.
2: So yeah, I'm going to kind of echo, I'm going to add a little something to the men's side that everybody, you know, everybody's kind of already touched on Shinsuke, but I'm going to do you two better and raise you Cesaro and Sami Zayn, three people that have been lumped yes. together after they've been misused for years now on SmackDown and in WWE entirely. Totally so agree. I would say you pick any one of those three guys and build, not necessarily build an entire show around them, but just give them a push and let them show what they're made of. Like Cesaro is great in the ring. One of the probably strongest mm-hmm. guys on the roster can lift yep. anybody above his head, do any move with anyone. Shinsuke's got charisma for days can, you know, electrify a crowd with his matches his entrance anything i mean Sami Zayn, great on the mic he can turn a crowd face or heel whatever you know with his promos and i mean again wwe doesn't see any of that and says hey they'd be a great you know tag team with Sami Zayn as a mouthpiece like what the hell yeah. man <laughs> so just take any one of your pick on those three and uh for my women i, I would say to, as far as like building a show i'm gonna go out of left field and i'll go Sonya deville because I feel like she's got legit credibility as an actual, like, MMA competitor. Sure. She's got appeal to the mainstream media because she's part of the LGBTQ community. So, you can do that. She's marketable. She's not bad to look at. She's, you know, actually a credible person in the ring. And I just feel like she has, again, like Liv Morgan, she hasn't gotten a shot yet. So, why not see what she can do?
1: That's that's good. That's that. I, I, I'm, I like her way way more than Mandy. She was mm-hmm. to the
2: shining I feel like star she, out of that. He's more credible in the ring than Mandy is. Yeah, just go ahead and take us straight
0: into NXT there, Stretch.
2: So, for my NXT, I was stuck between two guys, two guys that I'm very, very fond of, and that I would, you know, give the world to if I ran NXT, honestly. So, my first one that I've been a fan of for a pretty decent time since he came to WWE and when they launched NXT UK, and that's Pete Dunne, I would build a brand around him instantly because he's just – I mean, he kind of played the face role or like the, you know – but, oh, like, I have to be a face when he was on a tag team with Matt Riddle, and I enjoyed that. It was comedy gold. But I really enjoy him as a heel, like this, like, just arrogant, like, I'm better than you, like, I'm going to stomp your face in and just, like, kick the crap out of you type heel. So I build around him, and then my other one was Dexter Loomis. But so we haven't really seen a lot of him, but I think a lot of us, all four of us, you know, have taken a liking to him. Definitely I have. followed him a little bit when he was Sam Shaw on Impact. I wouldn't go
1: that far with me.
2: <laughs> I followed him a little bit when he was Sam Shaw on Impact wasn't really anything special there and then he came to nxt in the breakout tournament and i was like holy shit like this guy looks so different like he bulked up got new tattoos got this new look this weird gimmick like but it, it, it's doing it for me like i would actually give him a major push and as, as yeah, far hey, as i'm with you be on that straight. one stretch I, I got i'm, back I'm, on that I'm one. gonna <laughs> say no
0: i'm gonna
1: say no on that one i oh. i don't think that there's i think you can he's a flash in the pan to me so i don't think that i don't think he's. Got a lot going on that's potentially Going to be there a year from now I think his gimmick Gets old pretty quick And I just I don't think he's that Great of a wrestler I I haven't seen enough Out of him to I don't think he should have I don't think he should have the NXT title I think I would be I would would rather anybody have have it Than fat ass right (laughs) now but I don't know how much better it'd be if he Had it for me I'm not Quite there with him yet I don't know if I'm ever going to be completely there with him
0: yeah, you were kind of that way with um, Aleister Black, too. I mean, I'm not saying Aleister Black is a guy you want to build your show around, but he's definitely showed the staying power. And you also were kind of cool on him. And it kind of seems like the same way with Loomis, in my I, opinion. I, but...
1: still, I still don't really think Aleister Black's great, though. He hasn't really done anything to impress me yet. He's still kind of just there with good theme music and a good entrance. Good and entrance. He's, basically, he's basically Nakamura.
2: But you have to admit, he's been in matches that you've enjoyed. You were there when he fought Adam Cole.
1: Yeah, but I like the fact that I got to see Adam Cole. It wasn't
2: <laughs> okay, but you, you, you saw a good match. Don't be favoritist here. You saw a good match, and it had both those guys in it. It wasn't solely just Adam Cole that made the match great.
1: I mean, probably was for me, but. <laughs>
2: okay. Some minds can't be changed. Who, who's the uh, the woman that you're going to uh, put forward there? Woman, the woman I was going to choose, uh, she's had her, her sort of time in the spotlight before with NXT, but I feel like it was cut short a bit, and that's uh, Rhea Ripley. I feel like I would, you know, she's young, up and coming. She's got a great entrance, great look, great finisher. So, just give her a run with it.
1: She's overrated too. <laughs> uh,
0: no <laughs> pleasing you today. Yeah, man, we got some uh, some dissension among the ranks here. All right, uh, just J-Bone. tell
1: me like it is,
0: so. <laughs> J Bone. What do you got for us? You done, done drinking your haterade, Matt? Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna cater to you guys. You're gonna get my opinion. So,
3: uh, I agree with Stretch with Rita Ripley. Um, I like her gimmick. I think she's a good wrestler, everything, so I'm, I agree with him there. And then, like I said, I'm not real familiar with NXT yet, so I'm going with the safe bet in John, Johnny Gargano. Yeah.
2: Good choice. It's my yeah, favorite definitely.
3: wrestler in NXT, you know. <laughs> not really going out on a limb there. but um.
2: <laughs> It's a safe choice, though. He's a great worker.
3: Yeah. Every match I watch of his, I, I think, usually is great, so oh, I'll go with Gargano.
0: Yeah, let, let me uh, springboard off that because – It's, I'm basically, I'll use Gargano, but it's Gargano and and Candice. I want the power couple. I want to see how far they can rise together as this cohesive unit. Give them, you know, some titles together. Let's just, you know, see with, okay, as heels, to be fair, as heels, you know, I, they, he's so much better, you know, just cut these, uh, these, these promos and these moments they're having at home eating their salads and just uh, these weird (laughs) cutaways, (laughs) like with these weird decides. I mean, it's it's all gold. I would just love to give them a
2: huge push and just uh, see where they can elevate the brand. Eating dinner with his cup and a piece of glass on the <laughs> yeah. centerpiece of the table. <laughs> yeah, just some weird stuff going on there, but I
0: really got a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. Wally, what do you got for us? Uh,
1: I'm going to – we're going to – for the women's division, I'm going to take Shayna back down to NXT, put her where she belongs, and let her dominate down there like she did. I, like, they're – I don't know why they moved her up. They should have just kept her down. So I, th- that's my problem with the women's division right now. Is if you're not going to use Shane on the main roster, you might as well keep her in NXT where she was really good and she was really strong. I mean, her and Asuka are the two best things that happened to that division probably realistically. They're the two people that dominated that division for periods of time. I do like Io Shirai a lot. I think she's a better version of Asuka to me at least.
0: Yeah, I think but so. I would
1: I would take Shayna. I would take Shayna down back down to NXT.
2: And I feel like EO is Oscar with less submission and more high flying. And yeah, better, much better theme music too.
1: <laughs> um, you guys know who I'm taking for the guy. Come on, he's uh, he's the second it? or yes. he's the second or third best wrestler <laughs> in the world, in my opinion, right now. So I'm taking Adam Cole. So that that guy. They can continue to keep him in NXT forever, and I'll be happy because I want to <laughs> see him every week, and I want to see him used right. So it's, it's hard for me to pick against him right now. I, I, I just think he's uh, – no, if, anything, if anything, NXT has taken him from being really good to one of the best wrestlers in the world. That's what NXT has taken him. They've, they've taken him from being in the 5 to 10 area or 10 to 15 to being in the top five.
2: We're in like that weird gray area now, too, where I mean, he's lost the title. We don't really know what, is, what they have left for him, let alone him, but the whole undisputed area era in NXT now. So, like you were saying, we want to see him used properly. So, we're hoping he stays in NXT, but don't know what that holds in the future. And that's scary because yes, he's great is. and we don't want him wasted.
0: Yep.
1: I, I So, before we, we go to AEW, I would each person can. It's okay if everybody picks one WWE tag team, it could be from whatever show. It, it doesn't have to – we're not show limiting this. If you can pick one tag team from WWE, I'll start. I'm taking Fish and O'Reilly. I'm taking the Undisputed Era. I, I, they're my yeah. favorite tag team in all of WWE. I don't like the New Day. I'm tired of the Usos. I like the Street Profits a little bit, but I think Dawkins has a shelf life. The Viking Raiders suck, in my opinion.
2: <laughs> so.
1: I'm going with the Undisputed Era on that one. What about you, Jay? Uh, heavy machinery.
2: <laughs> I Gotta mean, love that
3: Otis. You know
1: where that's going. So I know you're not about
0: that. You want oh, to see them
2: with the uh, big show. Yeah. <laughs> the best three man team ever. That's yes.
1: Jay, Jay Bones, dream faction, heavy yep. machinery and the big
2: show. <laughs> Jay um, would
1: have the shirt as soon as it comes out. I, I, he would be asking me to buy it for him.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> love it. Uh,
3: I would probably go with the Usos. I, I've always kind of liked the Usos. I know they've changed gimmicks a little bit, but um, I always thought they were a pretty solid tag team. So I would, I would go with the Usos.
1: They are. I'm just tired of
0: them.
2: Glad I'm they've too. done away with the face paint, though. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I would, I- I'm going to go Street Profits. Uh, <laughs> I, they're so entertaining. Um, I, I do agree there's some limited shelf life there, but I would still like to give them a push and just basically, you know, see if they can make it. Maybe they can't hack it. Fine. Fair enough. You're, you're done, but let's give them you know, a, le- a legit shot to be something great, and then uh, you know play it from there.
1: They're kind of getting that shot now. I just don't know how long it's going to continue right. before they are like, we have to turn Montez into a singles wrestler.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Along the same veins as Zach, I was thinking Street Profits. I was leaning. I was thinking about Miz and Morrison, but they would have to be like probably eight or nine years younger each for me because they're getting up there in age and you wouldn't necessarily build an entire tag division around them. But their charisma and just yeah. ability to cut a heel promo and just get either like get under an opponent's skin or just like, uh, again, leaning back to like turn chicken, chicken shit and chicken salad. Like they kind of <laughs> just take whatever they're given and run with it. So if they were a bit younger, I would say them. But again, I'll go with the Street Profits. It's it's sort of like their litmus test on the main roster right now, and I'm hoping, you know, they stick it out for the long term.
0: Fair enough. All right, Jay, let's switch brands here. Let's go AEW. Leave us off. Uh,
3: all right, I'll go with uh, Orange Cassidy. Um, you know, yeah, there you go. Freshly <laughs> <laughs> squeezed. You know it. So, like I said, we are talking earlier, you know, we we're disappointed that, you know, Jericho didn't, you know, let Cassidy win. Uh I think he really needed to, but, um, you know, he's, I just love his gimmick. He's hilarious, you know? Um, so I would definitely push him and, uh, Britt Baker for the, uh, for women's, you know, she's obviously, I think the best female they have on the show. She's hilarious. She's good on the mic. Um, hopefully she returns, uh, soon so she can wrestle again. So, but they're the smart.
2: They're smart for keeping her on TV, even when she's injured right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What about your irrelevant. tag
1: team, J Bone?
3: Uh, there's a few, but I'd go with the Lucha Brothers. I really like them a lot. You know, I like the Young Bucks too, but just a little bit more. I like the Lucha Brothers.
2: All right, Stretch. Uh, AEW. There's. I mean, they have quite a few guys who are at that. Like. 27 28 or younger range so you could pick and say this is you know this guy's i see this guy's got potential i want to build a brand around him but i think i'm going to go darby allen for this one he's he's up there he's 27 he's not the youngest of the young but he's got that you know instantly identifiable look he's got the great finisher the you know death defying he's not just known as like a guy that takes a bunch of risks he can actually put on a decent match uh wally can attest to this we were talking about it earlier uh before you got on uh it's been a little over a year or so since i think darby made his debut and his first match was against cody on it was like fight for the fallen or fighter fest or one of those pay-per-views but matt or wally and i were talking about it over the phone and we were like yeah cody cody's got a match who's he fighting darby darby something ah that match isn't gonna be good and then the next day we're like holy shit this guy's awesome like we need to get behind this guy so i would pick him to build an aew show around and for the women, I'll just echo what Jay bone said. Britt Baker, you can't really beat it. I mean, as turbulent as the AEW women's division has been with sort of like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't discredit Kenny Omega because I feel like he knows what he's doing, but we need some more regularity in there. And I feel like Britt Baker has proven that she's the hottest thing that they have for the women. Tag team? Uh that's See, that's a tough one for me. AEW has so many good ones, but I'll just – I'll take the easy way. I'll go to Young Bucks. I mean, most marketable, best entrance, best finisher, best in the ring, best promo. So, that's, they just they, – they literally – they print money, let alone shoot it during their entrance. <laughs> they literally print money. This is true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mine's basically almost the same uh, blow for blow with uh, J-Bone. It's Orange Cassidy. It's Britt Baker. I mean – they, they both, I mean, let's be real with the women's division. Let's, it, uh, as Stretch that very turbulent. In a lot of ways, Britt is also kind of the only choice in a. that's a truly marketable. She, someone you can truly is. push and build she a show is. around. And <laughs> it's not saying that some of these other women couldn't get to that point, but it's, they're so far from it that right now I couldn't even see the vision to get them there.
2: Uh, all four my, of us.
1: All four of us picked her for a reason or I'm going to pick her well, too. We're all I
2: thought, her we, yeah. I figured that. <laughs> and then keep uh, in mind too that the AEW women's title isn't it the title that's changed hands the most in AEW. Tag titles have only changed once. World title once, and Cody hasn't lost it yet. So yeah. AEW the women have had three different champions already. She's going to win when she's
1: ready. She's going right. to win. Like they're they're going to put the belt on her when when she's ready. Like. If it's not all out, it's whatever after that. She's going to have the belt when she's ready to go 100%. They're not going to wait very long before putting the belt on her. Right. They just kind of realized with her, oh, well, she still needs to get a little bit better in the ring. I'm still not completely behind her in the ring. I think she's still not quite there, but she can get there. Yeah. Like well, I don't think it's a huge gap. She right. can get there. They, they knew – when they rolled the dice with her and said, all right, we're going to turn her heel and we're going to see what happens with her. I think they, they kind of knew
2: that there was something there. She's definitely got promise in the ring. Uh, Zach pointed out earlier on that she is actually trained by Gargano and Candice in the ring. So. Uh, For my I, tag team that I'm going
0: to a private party. Yeah. I, I just love them so much and they have probably the best finisher on TV right now. Singles, yeah. tag team doesn't matter. Gin and juice, it's it's gold every single time. And like, I mean, just more of that, less of everything else. That's <laughs> upcoming tag team,
1: probably there is. Oh yeah. I I I think we all can agree. I think we all agree on that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Zach Zachary will be bringing my private party shirt over to me later this evening. I can't like wait.
0: We'll, maybe we'll see it next week on next week's show.
1: <laughs> I I'm just gonna my be the elite for me for AEW. Be yep. the elite. <laughs> uh, no surprise. I, I can't not pick the Bucs. And really, for, like, singles wrestling, we haven't even seen Kenny Omega really wrestle as a singles wrestler very much That's in AEW true. yet. So, like, yeah. there's all kinds – and I keep reading that it's going, it's about to happen. There's all kinds of stuff there where we haven't even seen him yet. And I think he's the best wrestler in the world. So, I'm not – I have to take the guy who I think is the best. I, I think they haven't any. so, really – it's not even just that. I mean, he needs a push. <laughs> like, I can literally right. say that with Kenny Omega at this point. He needs a push.
2: Yeah, right. Because
1: they ha- they're they not even really using him.
0: The,
2: the man who I is at one that. point the PWI 500 number one wrestler in the world. Well, that's what's
3: about AEW. They got the best tag team and the best wrestler, mm-hmm. and they don't have the belts, you
2: know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what uh, happens. I feel I like –
1: Really, right now, they have the three best tag teams, and none of them have the belts. Right. right. They, they found a makeshift tag team that works. I mean, that's what you do with Kenny. If you're not going to put him in a singles thing, you put a tag belt on him because then we get to see him all the time. But right. they, they have the three best. And I, I think the only thing that separates – and I, I'm not a big Lucha Brothers guy, but as far as, like, putting them head-to-head with the Bucs, I think the only thing – and they, they, they do do the Sierra Mierdo thing, but they can't really talk in the mic other than that. Right. They can't do much. So that's where the separation is, is right there, and it's, it's minuscule because I think those two those two are the two best tag teams in the world. Unfortunately, I have to put the Revival third right now. I can't not put the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers one and two because right. I just – I don't know how you – if somebody said, okay, maybe the Revival's two, okay, as long as the Lucha Brothers are three, I think you're okay. But that's, that's the difference between the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. It's the, it's the mic stuff because everything else I, – I like the Lucha Brothers music. I just, I just don't really like Phoenix that much. I like Pentagon, but I'm not a big Phoenix guy. And I've liked the Bucks for years. Like, I've liked them since they were Generation Me in Impact. So, I, I've liked them for years. I've, you know, I didn't watch every single match in New Japan and stuff, but I watched enough of them to know how special they, they are. And they've been the best tag team arguably in the world for three or four years. They've been in that discussion for quite a while.
0: Right. All right. Well, that's, uh, I told you guys I'd
1: pick Britt. So, I mean, yeah. Brent, she was easy. That's an easy pick for yeah, everybody. That's a very easy
0: pick, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, change it up a little bit. Um, I think it's time for the Snare of the Week. So, the Snare of the Week is the part of the show where I throw a – Random question at the guys. Now, I do give it to them ahead of time because I want them to think about it. I want them to give me a really good answer. There are a couple rules. We can't discuss it. Even I don't know what they're going to say. I don't give advice. Every now and then, I'll say, don't pick this because it's way too easy of an answer. And I don't even want to see it. If you say it, I'm just going to disqualify you immediately. <laughs> there can't be any repeats. So, they have to come up with at least two or three good choices here. The winner gets bragging rights, and that's about it because I can't afford to actually give them anything. Maybe someday I'll get, make a belt. That's probably years away from happening. So it's bragging <laughs> rights only for now. You know, Maybe if they get real good, we'll figure us out, out, out something in the future. Or maybe J-Bone can find something around the house to give us a trophy. Um, anyway, so I'm going to give them some time to present their uh, answer, and then they can debate a little bit, and then I pick a winner. Um, so we did do a practice episode that maybe someday in the far future we're, we will put out there. Uh, J-Bone was the champion of that one, so I'm going to give him the champ's advantage. He gets to go first this week. And the scenario is – so. This last week on wrestling, we had a train wreck of a karaoke show. It was an abomination. It was a waste of time and a waste of space. It's not entertaining. So now the president of wrestling has decided we're going to put on a talent show and you're in charge of it. You have to pick yourself and one wrestler, or we could say a group of wrestlers to pre- present a talent or a show, music or otherwise, you know, to actually truly entertain the people in these trying times. So uh, J bone, what do you have for us?
3: uh well this was kind of last minute for me but um i'm gonna go with elias because uh you know he's got skills on the uh all right guitar almost back in a pickup that kind of looks like
2: (laughs) now (laughs) now would that would that backfire on you because elias is known for having a history of pissing people off on the guitar
3: yeah it depends i guess he'd have to be in his face uh
2: yeah uh as long character. as he's not in Seattle with
3: Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest segments of all time. Yes. Um, yeah, I'd go with Elias because he has a little bit of comedy which he can bring along with his guitar so he can mix it up a little bit. And uh, um, yeah,
0: There'd definitely be some entertainment there.
1: J-Bone, like I, I see your uh, favorite wrestler, Sonny Kiss, in the ring right now.
2: Oh, is that match first? <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot to say him. I was going to
3: say him uh, when we did our... Uh, <laughs> They did, a my big cheerleading.
1: they did a big cheerleading <clears throat> thing when he came out on the ramp. Get excited now.
3: Yeah, I told Matt I was going to pick him for my wrestler, so I guess
1: I forgot all about
3: it.
2: <laughs> nice All right, stretch. Anyway, have- so I tossed a couple of names back and forth in my head, and I actually kind of knew this beforehand, like when they did the karaoke thing, and I'm wondering why she didn't do it. It's not going to be my pick. But Lacey Evans is actually like really, really secretly good at yodeling. So I don't know why they wouldn't have I her. I came across
0: that in my research. So I, don't know.
2: I don't know why they wouldn't have Lacey yodel. I know it was, you know, just made to look, make them all look bad. So I don't know why they would do that, why they wouldn't have that. But um, I don't know. This might be the easy pick, but I, I'm going to go with the Bo, the Bo Jackson, the Bo Nose of wrestling, and that's Mr. Perfect. He's perfect at everything he does, so you put him up there and whatever <laughs> whatever you want him to do, he's perfect. I went up, I actually went on YouTube and watched all the old vignettes of him. Yeah, with, um, and he I had remember one, all
1: those.
2: Had one doing baseball, golf, ping pong, horseshoes, bowling, hockey, basketball, chess, and he's just perfect at everything. And let alone <laughs> when he came to the ring, he would throw his towel and do cool shit with that. He'd spit, He'd his, spit gum his gum in the and out. smack yeah, it. Yeah. So why not? He's perfect at everything. His name is literally Mr. Perfect. So I would have him in the ring and I don't even have to tell him what to do. He's going to tell me what to do. And it's going to be- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I like it. Wally, what do you got for us?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt because he can do a puppet show.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt. I, I, I tossed a couple of ideas around, but I'm, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt on that because he can do a puppet show. And that's a different – that's not something you can, you're going to see out of everybody. I don't know how great the puppet show is going to be. But so you, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bray Wyatt,
0: cause like dark a, and twisted Sister Abigail style, like a weird yeah. like a mutant. Whatever. Punch I, Judy. I
1: don't know what our audience is. Zachary, you if it's specific. kids, you're if fucked. Was,
0: no, no, it's it's, it's 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 like it's on TV. It's gonna. I almost go picked Doink the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. The Any the only debate?
1: only Crossfire Mr. here. The only thing about Mr. Perfect is I'm sure it took 18 takes to do all that shit correctly. Oh, for so sure. It's not like. He could just get hey, out there and do that on
2: call. This is wrestling, though. What we see is what we get. We're about to get CG, so this is true. Yeah, we're about to get a CGI ball coming out of somebody's head on Sunday. Uh, to go. <laughs> oh, I, the only my the my favorite only,
1: wrestler currently in the ring. Thank you. For the, the only team. quips I
2: have with the other picks so far would be again with. Um, with J-Bones, with Elias, he some of his best work on the guitar was as a heel, so I don't know if how much cheering you'd get if he sits in the, on the stage, you know, taking digs at people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, again, with Wally's, I don't know. Puppet show, again, he said he doesn't know how good it would be. And for the audience, if you're – I mean, wrestling is primarily geared towards children, let's be honest. So if you have a puppet show with dark and twisted puppets up there, you don't know what, you're, what kind of reaction you're going to get.
3: I'm gonna I mean, say it's this the perfect, probably the dumbest answer I've ever heard. Oh,
2: <laughs> there we go. Oh. Okay, Shots give me evidence fired. for it then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
1: gave my evidence for it. Like I said, he would have to do 15 takes for him to make but a But again, we're in
2: wrestling. What you see is what you get. Hmm, this is a tough one this was, week.
1: Mine was just, I was trying to be creative. That's all I was trying to do. I, I didn't really want to pick him, but I couldn't think of anything.
2: Zachary, else. if you had to throw a hat in the ring.
0: Oh, see, I didn't think of an answer for myself. Um... Finn Balor does love Legos. He's a Lego master. I came across I, that I in my I, research. Yep, and I'd love to, like, come out with, like, a big thing and then have it smashed and destroyed would be pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. My,
1: Just so you guys know, my wife said that we. I, she said I should have picked Brizongo because they could have came out and did a strip show.
0: <laughs> I think that – you know what? Your wife gets the uh, championship this week. Uh. somehow. <laughs> out of nowhere. She's not even on the show. She wins. So <laughs> –
2: First wins. Answer. Wally's so
0: I wife. should have
1: picked I should have picked that instead of Bray
0: Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Who would have thought? So uh next week uh champions advantage goes to uh Wally's wife somehow. It's uh <laughs> out of nowhere we get some kind of weird, crazy something happened. There. And she
1: like threw that at me right after I asked you. It's not even like she had to think about it. That I have immediate. to
0: pick the best answer. I have to. Those are the, the rules, and the the was the answer. Answer. <laughs> that was
2: the best answer.
1: That was She, like, said it to me five seconds after I asked her. Like, it's not even – like, I sat there and thought about Bray Wyatt.
2: She came – she was immediately
1: like, oh, this is what I would do.
0: I like it. And, again, I have to pick the best answer. And even though she's technically not even, uh, you know, in the running here, she wins. So, it's uh, (laughs) – Wally's wife wins. (laughs) Oh, I'm exhausted now. I did not see that coming. That was a twist. (laughs) It's like on a dime. Yeah, whiplash from that. M. Night so, Shyamalan directed the oh, yeah. podcast. He, he, he never saw that one coming. Are you kidding me? So <laughs> we're going to move it over now. Let's uh, Our final uh, segment. Normally, we're going to be doing a review every week of the what we're going to call the Wednesday Night War wrap-up, where we talk about last week's show, who takes it down, NXT or AEW. But we need to get a base established first. So uh, today's going to be basically the state of the Wednesday War. We're going to talk about basically where the shows are, why one's better than the other let's be real aew is the better show but we're gonna you know we're gonna break it down now i I, I want to kind of lead us off on this one well just just so you
1: know zachary i feel like i don't even have to see it to know that you called it guess who's still in the ring talking 10 or five minutes later so he's cutting the exact promo you probably said he was going to cut (laughs) I, i feel like i don't even have to go back and watch it
0: No, we don't. We oh, here comes
1: Dominic Dijakovic! Great.
0: (laughs) All right, well, I need you to focus. (laughs) State of the here we go.
1: NXT is at a crossroads right now. I I feel like they've been the best wrestling show in the last like four or five years. Consistently, they've been the best show.
0: Hundred percent agree.
1: Week in, week out, pay per views. They've always been able to replenish and replace. I'm a little bit worried about the replace part maybe not the replenish but i'm worried about the replace part because of who they decided to replace adam cole with i don't think he's the answer i really don't maybe i'll be proved wrong unless that guy learns how to talk on the mic and cut a good promo all of a sudden and gets charisma overnight it's not going to happen so i I think that they are at a crossroads whether they move undisputed if they move undisputed to off nxt i really think they're at a crossroads because that group has carried that company for four three years at least two or three years they've been carrying that company i'm, I'm not taking anything away from gargano and chopper and, and the other great guys they have but undisputed era in some way shape or form somebody in that factions had a belt for almost that whole time between yeah. tag team titles like somebody's had one of the titles so that's a big thing to say okay we're done with you guys we're going to move you I don't know if that's going to happen. I feel like it's coming because I don't know what else you can do with a faction that's ran that federation for two years or whatever. So I, I think they're at a crossroads. I think their women's division is, is, is good. I don't think it's as good as it was six months ago. I think that their top five is good. I think after that they're in trouble. Their replenished people are not good, but at this point you could have, one woman wrestler that's good and you'd be as good as aew's women's division right now (laughs) So it's not like that's a huge mountain it's not like they have to worry about the women's division and aew catching them anytime soon because it's not going to happen aew probably this year i will say has been the better show overall like if you would have asked me in january i probably would have given nxt to edge at that point but this this calendar year, I would say AEW has been the best. They've done better during the COVID.
0: Well, that's exactly what I was going to say is that COVID-era AEW feels like a regular wrestling show. Audience, mm-hmm. no audience. I, I, if you could take away the audience of both shows, I don't know if I could identify AEW now versus AEW before COVID. It feels the same. Right. NXT feels like NXT plus COVID. I mean, that's the same thing with any of the WWE shows. It's, you, yeah. you could, again, if you could remove the wrestling from any NXT show, do which one was COVID, which one wasn't, you can a hundred percent tell which one was in the COVID era. Everything feels different. The storytelling, they don't, it's like a, or um, WWE really doesn't know what to do. Like uh, they're just, they're trapped in this COVID area. I mean, sure. Some of them, like some of their talents not showing up for very good reasons, but uh, AEW takes like, you know, the point in this category because every week they're still putting on a show that you could put, doesn't matter what's going on in the world, it's, it's wrestling.
2: Yeah, and I'll, I'll piggyback off of that a bit. Like you said, uh, both companies have people that aren't showing up for, you know, very, very valid reasons. You know, they might be immunocompromised. They might not, they might fear, you know, contagion. But I feel like AEW is doing a way better job of making do with the people that they do have. Like, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with like Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Sami Zayn. Like, Sami Zayn is staying at home, but you still have Cesaro and Shinsuke, and WWE is not knowing what the hell to do with these great talents that are sitting in the palm of their hands while AEW is making, you know, great matches with people, yep. you know, like anybody they have, like making great matches. And like, again, AEW has the better, younger core of talent. I mean, NXT, like Wally said, is at a crossroads. We don't know. It's uncertain with the Undisputed Era. And Keith Lee is very unproven as Wally has proven he doesn't like Keith Lee so that's it's just a very uncertain time for NXT and I feel like AEW is pushing forward full stop like
1: and we don't we don't know we really don't know what what with Karrion Cross. we don't know lot yeah. with him yet either yes he's, he looks cool and the gimmick is cool yep. but if you go in the ring and end up resembling the Big Show then, like, it, it kind of ruins some of that. So, like, I, they haven't shown us a lot yet. We need to right. see
0: we, we
2: need to see something other than a squash match. We need to see what kind of legs he has. Yeah, aside from the Ciampa match, we really haven't seen anything from him.
1: And that was still a squash match to some mm-hmm. degree. He didn't do – it's not like he dug into his repertoire and showed us right. a whole bunch of moves. We, we got bare minimum there. So that worries me a little bit. Either they're not going to let him do – be himself, right. be the other version of himself that was in other federations. They're going to water him down some in yeah. the ring, and then that's going to take away from him being, like, the, the guy they want him to be. Like, if you want this guy to be this badass, then he better be able to wrestle. In WWE, it doesn't matter. Otis won the money in the bank. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you can wrestle there. Apparently, if the fans think you're cool, even if you're a fat slob, Apparently, it doesn't matter as much there. So, in here, you at least, usually, generally, you have to wrestle. Despite my disliking of Keith Lee, I will at least give him the fact that he can wrestle to some degree. Sure, of course. He's just lacking in all the other areas, in my yes. opinion. So, And he's not Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens is the fat guy that can wrestle, that can talk in the mic, that has charisma. So, he's, he's the anti-Kevin Owens at this point, the way I see him. <laughs> what do you think, Jay? Um, I probably have to pass on this
3: question because I just started watching NXT, you know, a week or two ago, so I can't really make a fair, fair assumption.
1: So I'm gonna decline.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, fair enough. <laughs> AEW is I, I
1: I do enjoy it. I, I do enjoy it week to week, especially now, like during the COVID. You know, in my mind, they've gotten more points.
3: Yeah, and AEW has done a good job.
1: I don't care about the ratings. I have my own rating system in my line. we're going to have our own Wednesday night war segment. And that's going to be what matters to me more than the ratings. And because we're all watching the shows and you're going to get the right kind of perspective from four of us who are going to watch the show and say, Hey, this, this show was better this week because of this, because this, this Matt, even if the best match was on one show, it doesn't mean the show from start to finish yeah. was great. And I'm worried about NXT right now because they don't have a bunch of people Right now that where I'm like, I, I just have to watch this show from start to finish. They've got some people that I'm a little bit worried about. Not some people that you guys like that I'm not sold on yet. So I'm I'm worried about Dexter Loomis a little bit. Like I said, I think he has a shelf life. I don't know where a year from now if he's gonna be doing that shtick. We'll see. I think it's gonna get stale. It might get stale faster for me than the rest of you guys. But and I I don't know. I don't know about Rhea. I liked Rhea at first, and then I don't know what happened with her. I think her screaming in the ring with Charlotte at WrestleMania had a little bit to do. I think that
2: worked. I didn't like that. Let let the record show that Wally also holds a grudge against Rhea because she's the one that beat Shayna.
1: She is, (laughs) but I I still, the screaming in that match bothered me, and I, I don't know if I'm, I don't even think they're confident enough in her yet because they already took the belt off her and put it on somebody else because i don't need it. so i don't even know how much they are convinced that she was the person because they i thought she was about to get the keys to the castle i thought she yeah. was charlotte and th- they had everything taylor made for her just like i thought shana was going to go up to the main roster and get the keys to the castle there they kind of fucked shana and rhea both and i don't know really yeah. why like hmm. I, I just because I don't love Rhea, I don't understand why they did what they did. I was glad Charlotte won, but I don't know why. I don't know what the reasoning was, and now all of a sudden, Io, I like EO better, but I don't necessarily know why they did. I don't know if something happened hmm. where they backed off and said, okay, maybe she's not.
2: Vince McMahon happened. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, he, he got bored of playing with those toys but, and wanted to move yeah. to something else.
1: So I, I don't, I don't know where where it is with her. I mean, I think she can be entertaining she talks she can talk at least I mean she's not great on the mic but she we can understand her when she talks and stuff so I, I just don't know what happened it was a weird sequence with her all, all her and Shana both I don't know what happened the wheels came off for both of them all of a sudden and I and I don't know why
2: yeah fair enough i stretch you got any other thoughts uh no I'm just kind of echoing off of what Wally said it's kind of a shame that we have to see yet another NXT talent I mean multiple NXT talents kind of show promise and come up through the ranks and everything and then either go to the main roster or have a prominent match with the main roster personnel and then be watered down, washed away, and then what are we left with? A shell of what they once were. Yeah. So so
1: I would say right now NXT's women's division wins. I would say the men's division is a push, and Mm -hmm. I would say that AEW's tag team division crushes.
2: Oh, for sure. So,
0: yeah, far away with so like, that, but still over. Like as a package, though, I'm still gonna give the edge to AEW. This then, year, so, I said this so, year. Yeah, specifically. I'm even gonna go just since let's like, say March with COVID. I will right. like just start okay. then uh, well, in the COVID I'm, era. I give AEW the edge. I'm yeah. saying
1: this year. I'm saying starting in January, I give the edge to them because the, the pay per view Revolution was was the best pay per view I think I've seen this year. So that was better. Both both of the, their events they've had AEW I think were better than the pay-per-views I've seen even in NXT so I think I give them the edge this year but I do think that when in October when it started the head-to-head stuff I would give the last two months of last year to NXT I think sure. it was better yeah. at the end of last year but I, I would say AEW has been the better this year for me I'm not just COVID I'm saying this okay. year I give them the edge this year and I really think that they're in a they're in a, a place where they can gain some ground. But Vince puts Sasha and Bayley, you know, he takes, you know, main roster people and puts them on NXT every week because he clearly is worried about the ratings and that matters, even though they try to act like it doesn't. I think it must for Vince to say, hey, Triple H, I'm going to make some more calls in this. I'm going to, you know, take a little bit more control, which bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> Terrible yeah. idea. Yes. The, the 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 best wrestling's been in NXT for the last four or five years, so that's been Triple H doing that, not Vince McMahon. But you know, what do we know?
0: All right, Wally, how oh, about you? Or not, Wally Stretch. Sorry, I was looking at Wally when I was talking. Stretch, who, who do you have on the or given the uh, at least the start
2: of the war here, as we're going to call it? The who, start who, of the war. Who's ahead? Uh, it's got to be AEW. Like y'all have said before, they just put on consistently the better product over the course of the this calendar year and they have a better young core they have a better team behind everything behind the scenes they don't have a maniacal 75 year old billionaire you know pulling the strings and getting (laughs) bored with somebody after two weeks and stopping a that's some good shit (laughs) it's been great yeah so i just feel like they have a better team behind the scenes too like the fact that don't get me wrong triple h is you know golden and a great asset for wwe but if he gets overruled by Vince at every turn, what's what's the point of having him there? I mean, in AEW, you have the Bucks, Kenny and Cody are all executive VPs or whatever their title is, but they all oversee it. And from a wrestler's perspective, like a wrestling purist perspective, they're going to put the better show on in my mind. Like they're not going to book, you know, Vince books himself in an angle with somebody like the fact that the Bucks haven't won the tag titles yet. Cody hasn't won a world title yet. Kenny hasn't won a world title yet. should show that they have, you know, the art of wrestling in mind rather than hey let's book ourselves to win all the titles and that'll put on a better show in the long run last last week at the end of that nxt show
1: that was vince that was vince making that call like i i just i think if triple h is still in charge that match is cole versus finn i mm-hmm. i can't see any way that that triple h doesn't make that call in that sense because why would you not want to have the two longest reigning NXT champions, the two guys that have carried that company the most, and they've never fought each other. Why that's would a, that not be your match?
0: That's a takeover main event the right there.
1: Yeah. NXT show of the year, so Wednesday night. Why would that not be your match unless you're worried about ratings or worried about something other bullshit than the actual wrestling? I just, I as a wrestling purist, I wanted to see Adam Cole fight Finn Balor because that makes the most sense wrestling wise we never saw it and it was just as soon as it as soon as Eli's or Stretch's prediction came true I'm like this is Vince calling the shots and doing all oh, we need ratings we need this we need that yep. and they, they ruined they ruined something there that could have been Adam Cole and Keith Lee was I didn't watch it Stretch told me it was run of the mill not a match of the year
2: yeah the right home Valor, about.
1: Colin Balor probably would have been a four-and-a-half or five-star classic. For I, mean, I, I can't see it not happening. There's
2: there's so much backstory you could tell there, too. Like, two former leaders of the Bullet Club, the two longest-reigning NXT champions, like, two badass dudes, like, on the mic. You could have great promos with those guys, but all for naught. Yeah. They
1: missed an opportunity, and that was just – I'm just pointing out that I think Vince was calling the shots on that one, not Triple H. I can
0: definitely see that. I look forward to maybe in the future revisiting this when uh, J-Bone has a little bit more uh, NXT experience under his belt and getting his hot take on all this. Um, so we're going to kind of move towards wrapping it up here. Um, I got like 5% up.
3: battery, so I might flake out of you guys here. Please. All right,
0: well then, uh, J-Bone, do you want to do your, your quick send-out then that you wanted to do?
3: Yeah, for uh, any subscribers out there uh, who subscribes tonight, will get a free elmer's glue sticks
0: so. <laughs> yeah so one random <laughs> person who likes comments or subscribes will get a glue stick directly from j-bone <laughs> look at that is that it's is that wonderful. used or brand new uh
3: brand new oh, brand oh it's
0: even brand new yeah. all right so yeah just uh, definitely do that make j-bone happy like comment <laughs> subscribe um stretch though let's uh you are our uh, crystal ball let's um give me something about the cage match
2: uh, we're going to throw a softball out there. Cage is taking that title tonight. <laughs> Moxley, well, is, Moxley's time is over. Like I, I, I think we all agree that Moxley is great, but as Wally has alluded, Moxley doesn't need that title anymore. Cage, Cage is the is hottest the thing they have going right now. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty good match, but Cage is taking that title. He's going to be the FTW and the AEW. World
1: and League. I think we're going to see... I don't think that... I think we're going to see a lot out of Cage tonight. I think they want to showcase him tonight, mm-hmm. whereas... Once again, with Karrion Cross, they've had chances to showcase him, and they've chose to push the envelope a little, push it back, and that just worries me from a wrestling perspective. That the, I don't think they're necessarily hiding, like, Pandora's box or a, mm-hmm. a golden treasure. I'm afraid they're hiding <clears throat> shit.
2: I'll, I'll add something a little further to the, to the prediction we kind of talked about earlier. I think we're going to see some crazy shit off the top rope from Cage tonight.
0: Well, we can definitely hope for that. That's yeah.
2: good wrestling. All right, so do you have any uh,
0: final thoughts tonight? No, nope, this was this was fun. Perfect. Looking forward to the next one. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll be doing uh, another episode here pretty soon for you guys next week. Uh, we'll again, we'll do another. Uh, we'll do our first Wednesday Night War wrap up. We'll see if uh, Stretch was right on his prediction. We'll see if Cage walks away with a, a double champion belt there. Um, yeah, thanks guys for tuning in. Uh, we will definitely see you guys next week. Thanks a bunch. And i um,
1: Adam Cold, baby. Adam Cold, baby.
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you find yourself pinned, keep kicking out on that two count. See you guys later.